Hi, San Diego. Welcome to Fit Talk Podcast. It's Tiffany Nellene here with you. Nice to be here with you. You know, I snuck away on this Sunday late afternoon and came to the office to get away from my dad, number one, and just kind of everything about all that's going on. And um, let me tell you, I'm sure your story is something similar, but days are very interesting. I have just been observant to the vibe around me, not necessarily passing any opinions. Um, I'm too busy caretaking and getting my family lined up and getting my dad into a mode of trying to understand what's happening and um, I'm hitting walls left and right and I just keep trying and it's been a, quite an ordeal. It's really difficult being a caretaker with loved ones with dementia or Alzheimer's or just ill or aging or just dying in the household during this time. You have your own families to think about. You have your own future to think about. You have your own life to think about, as well as the loved one who just needs vitamins today, who just wants lunch for the third time in like two hours. (laughs) They just want what they want, what they need. They're detached. And they've, I keep telling myself, they've had their time. They had their days. They had their stress moments. Leave them be allow him to be as innocently unaware as much as possible. Why? Because my dad has been there, done that. He was an FBI. He was a cop. He's seen some really gruesome scenes. He's been there, done that, had to deal. In fact, he was the only Hispanic leading officer when JFK was killed he closed the El Paso and Juarez border and he was there's some amazing pictures of him standing on car tops in his megaphone closing (laughs) he did all that that was him so he's had his stressful moments it's my turn and it's our turn as caretakers right it's our turn and it's difficult because um, to stay is as present as possible and also deal with the crisis at the same time makes you want to split your hair and what gets pumped along the way is called cortisol and it's a leasing cause of burnout and early aging among caretakers so why no matter what you try to do you just look tore up at the end of the day if you don't keep tabs on yourself so I like reclaimed myself as a caretaker to take care of myself and so far so good I'm learning a lot of things about myself but today's podcast is to we reawaken me as an advocate for caretakers who need to learn to care for themselves who are caring for with loved ones mainly with dementia and Alzheimer's but caretakers in general you could have autistic children uh, down syndrome um, anything of special needs on a physical emotional or developmental level 
caretakers need a unique heart that you may not have known you needed or signed up for, <laughs> right? You just sometimes go, wow, I just did not sign up for this. This is not what I came here to do. I'm supposed to just be helping Alzheimer's, not like mental illness. This is stupid. <laughs> I go through that. I'm like, no, man. I'm here for Alzheimer's dad. I'm not here for passive aggressive manipulative losing it dad. No, I see, I've seen this in the DSMR three or four or five book and that is not Alzheimer's. <laughs> I, some of you might know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, hey, you know, and I made a promise to myself and maybe I probably should, no, I'm not going to. I made a promise to myself and to my father that I was not going to like buy books on what Alzheimer's is, what to look for, the stages, what to look for in the breakdown, stage four, five, seven, what to look for, how he's supposed to behave, what I'm supposed to do as a caretaker. I promised myself I wasn't going to do any of that. And I promised my dad. And I was like, Dad, Alex defines Alzheimer's. And I, as a caretaker, provide the best that I know have resourced and did the best that I could answers in caretaking. I'm standing by it. I don't need at this stage, although maybe I should, because I've, I've, I've come to this place. I've come to this decision. I've come to this um, crossroads in caretaking is what I'm calling it. Crossroads in caretaking. I've come to the crossroads, you all. And I come to a, a very honest, loving, I don't even come from a place of anger or bitterness or or anything it's just I made the decision to put my dad into a home that is safe and, and entertaining and enjoyable and colorful and pretty that will help him stay in a confined place so I can have my own life as well he has no idea how consuming he is. He's just becoming a dependent person. And my family is, you know, they are definitely the back burner. And my children see that. They understand where I'm at. And they've made it very clear that they don't like it. They don't like being around um, Alzheimer's papa that much uh, they don't like coming to his condo they 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 don't like it so much and though it hurts I can't say I don't blame them it's a difficult disease to understand it's a very difficult disease uh, although they learn compassion and they're learning empathy and they're very caring and they're there they just don't like it and that's okay they're 10 and 11 and they are going to accept it but it's a strain on them and I appreciate them sharing that they don't like it but they still are going to be in the environment around it but they deserve to have more of my time and need more of my time and it's only righteous as a mom that I'm present for them in their need. And as 
um, a, a daughter, a caretaking daughter to a dad with Alzheimer's. Um, I think and believe that my capacity to keep him safe has become questionable. It's not so much can I handle the mood swings and can I handle what the digression, it's can I keep him safe. And if he wants to do something or when he wants to go, he's going to go. And um, I'm concerned about his defiance and my inability to stop him. And that will be a problem. And bless his heart, you know. I won't I don't blame him but I know the signs when I see it I see the train <laughs> I definitely see that train and you know you know you've made the right decision when you've actually made such a decision and you don't well up in tears and you don't cry anymore and it doesn't make you you know weepy I know I've come to that road when I don't have that type of reaction and it's been long enough to talk about it now because I really wanted to see dad through I wanted to see him home I still have the fantasy of him home um, all the way to the very last breath and um, I can still do that with him I can still be in a place with that and be that nature with him I'm learning that um I just feel as a caretaker, I'm also a mom and have to draw a line. And um, and that is of the safety for my future well-being as well as my kids. And so um, I'm happy about that. And I come from a caretaker in the crossroads of what are the steps do you take? How do you find those resources? What were the decision choices that you made to actually come to the choice of putting dad in a home? I have my story. What's your story? We all have a story. And we all have a crossroads as caretakers and as um, loved ones of those that are in high need of who we are. And so what are your crossroads and how are you crossing your place what are the resources that you're using and so I invite you to take a look at that and be okay with where you are in your walk and what you're doing and the choices that you're making um, it's nobody's race but yours it's nobody's game but yours it's it's nobody's decision but yours especially when you are uh, the power of attorney it's nobody's it's in nobody's hands but yours they entrusted you with their all of their life's workings earnings and efforts in your hands to make the right decisions on their behalf and how are you exercising that when you're at your crossroads and that's what I want these segments to be about with the Alzheimer's walk because I can give all kinds of information on what to look for and the stages but I think there's deeper talk with the caretakers that have to make tough decisions um, I recently just um, refinanced his condo and that way I could get some immediate stuff 
um, that he needs for his room and getting things ready. And it, it, I'm telling you, God has just blessed this because I said, Dad's going to need me more until I put him into a home. And my timing has been such that I knew I was going to have to take some time off so I could get Dad's condo and house ready. And this coronavirus has been absolutely horrendous. And having to quarantine my dad has been such a, a, a trial. Um, but let me tell you, the timing is phenomenal in the sense that I was about to actually take time from my career as a full-time body worker to be more present for my dad. And it just so happens that I'm forced into it now. <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> you're like a caretaker, 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 like full-time. Wow. <laughs> I'm like quarantined with this. So I'm at the crossroads and it's like, look at this. And the nursing homes and these other homes are not even possible to even visit right now for a possible move in. And they don't know when they're going to reopen. <laughs> and I learned these truths and I look over at my dad and I just smile. Hi, dad, you want some more iced tea? <laughs> Inside, I'm like melting, <laughs> melting. <laughs> My skull is like splitting beautifully in half and I'm melting like a hot chocolate bunny. <laughs> oh, goodness. So that's what I'm going to do. Caretaker Crossroads, what's your story? Let's keep it going. We're going to keep those stories going, keep them coming, and that's what I'm going to be sharing. Uh, I'm also going to talk about that side of uh, Alzheimer's that I don't see very much in those groups, and that is when your loved one is exhibiting behavior of um, more mental illness than they are Alzheimer's. And I'm not seeing very many topics talking about it, but I'm going to get into that because, whoa, that's pretty intense, <laughs> let me just say. It's happening too often. And I know there's caretakers out there that know what I'm talking about. I'm going to engage with you more on the crossroads that you have as a caretaker. Really appreciate your time and ask you to sustain yourself in whatever way you can. Share your recipes of how you as a caretaker are taking care of yourself during this time and what you are doing to help yourself be present and loving for your loved ones in need of our time and our attention and our undivided unconditional heart our undivided unconditional hearts okay god bless you talk to you next time thanks a lot